Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. It is our, I think it's our first show in September. It's, nah, today's the 7th, so, um, of 2017, and here in America, we are all getting ready for this second hurricane in two weeks, this Hurricane Irma that's supposed to hit Florida, and it's doing its damage along the Caribbean right now on its way to Florida. So, special Hugs and thoughts and prayers go out to everybody in Florida, and uh, you know we're hoping for the best for you. Hope that that wouldn't that be amazing if that storm just stayed out to sea and didn't come in at all. I think that would be just fantastic. But the meteorologists don't think that's going to happen. So everybody, send good vibes to Florida because I think they're going to need it. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we've had several questions submitted online. We have several callers that are on hold already. And so let's go ahead and get to the phones. We'll go ahead and get going. And and I believe our first caller is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Are you with us? Well, hi, Julie. Yes, I am. Hi, girl. How are you? I am good. I am from Ohio. Okay. And great. I was calling tonight because I need some of your wonderful brain power and insight. Okay. My father, who is 85, is scheduled for surgery next month, and I don't have a lot of details from him, but I know that it has to do with his eye and that there is a spot in his eye. And I was wondering if you could scan him and tell me anything you can about this spot. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do to those of you who are first-time listeners, and Lisa, I think this is the first time you've called in. So how I do this is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. And when our spirits are, all of us are spirits in a body having a human experience. And when our spirits are in our bodies, we vibrate at a slower rate than when we're in non-physical and our spirits are out of our bodies. So what I do is I raise my vibrational level to the level of non-physical, the level of spirit. It takes me a nanosecond to do it turn it on and off at will. And then I'm going to close my eyes, Lisa, and I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Alabama. It's going to come find you in Ohio, and then it will connect to your dad through you. Okay? I'll find your dad through you. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask your dad permission to scan him. I'll tell him we're on the phone together. I'm going to ask him permission to scan him. And then if he gives me permission, I will. And I'll and it's it will be like I have a big screen TV in my head, and it's as if I'm looking at uh, CT scans or MRIs or X-rays. 
And then if he says no, then I won't scan him because I believe that's an invasion of privacy, but we can still get some information by asking questions. So we'll get some information for you one way or the other. All righty? Wonderful. Okay. So here we go. Laser beams heading straight up to Ohio. Got you. Got your dad. Permission. He granted permission. He's granted permission. Okay. Is it his right eye, Lisa? I'm not even sure. Okay, no. I'm, seeing, I'm seeing right eye. He's got some stuff going on. I don't see inflammation. Is he complaining of pain or... No, um, he says no pain, no vision issues. Okay, all right. Uh, I think he... It looks to me like he may have a tear in his retina. Um, okay. And what, what are they saying about doing the surgery, uh, somebody at that age, they're going to keep them in most likely for a day or two just to observe them. Well, yeah, they're I'm keeping him four days. That's, four that days. is all the information he's given me. It's four days. So that really alarmed me. Okay. What I'm seeing happen, Lisa, is I'm seeing, I can see a tear. It looks like a vertical tear in his retina of his, of his eye, and I'm watching it get sutured energetically. So this is a healing that's happening. With him, okay, now there's an energetic um, patch that's being put on. Has he had cataract surgery before? I'm getting a no. no, not no. Okay, I think they'll probably put an intraocular lens in that eye, just ah. that that will help him see better. Um, it's what they use for cataract surgery, so I think that will help him see. Yeah, he's got. He lo- looks to me like he's got a tear. Okay. It, it looks like it's from an injury. Did yep. he injure his eye? When, um, yes, many years ago, when I was 16, in fact, he got a piece of metal in his eye. Okay. And all right. Had to, so, I had to take him to the emergency room and all that. So. All right. This is a, this is a, it's, um, it looks like it's from an injury. It looks more recent. I don't know how old you are, but it looks more recent than that. You sound like you're older than 16. <laughs> I'm a lot older than 16. Okay. So it was a few years ago. (laughs) I don't know. It it was, I can't even do that much math in my head. It's a long time ago. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think it's something more recent that he's done. And uh, and I think it's, um, I don't see malignancy. I don't see, I I think it's just a tear. I think it's a tear. And I think he'll be able be able to fix it I think the outcome will be really good I think it'll be good yeah. I think if anything it will improve his vision over what it was good. even before he had this problem okay thank you that okay. makes me feel a lot calmer okay good well well good luck with that if he's 85 thank is you. he in good good shape otherwise yes he really is he's in very good shape which is why kind of threw me for a loop uh-huh. I wasn't expecting that. So he's getting around really well. You know, he's had hip replacement surgery, but that slowed him down a little. But otherwise, he's doing really well. Okay. Terrific. Well, then he'll most likely he'll be able to heal quickly. The one thing that I can tell you is, and people that listen to the show probably think I sound like a broken record on this, Lisa, but vitamin C and zinc. If you can get him to take vitamin C and zinc, 
thousand of C, get the Esther C, like the woman's name, E-S, uh-huh. without the H, E-S-T-E-R, thousand milligrams of C, 50 of zinc. If you can get him to take that even once a day, it will help him heal better, quicker, faster. And, um, and I had a situation where I had the LASIK surgery done on my eyes probably gosh, close to 20 years ago, and my eyes were corrected for distance. I wore contacts for years, probably 20 years, and they were corrected for distance. And after about five years, my right eye needed to be redone. And I went back to the ophthalmologist, and he said, do you take a lot of vitamin C? And I said, well, I take it every day. And he said, don't take it for six months. And I said, why not? And he said, because it caused the scar that we're trying to make with the LASIK surgery, it caused it to heal too well. (laughs) Wow. We want the scar to stay because it changes how the light is refracted. But in your your dad's case, we want it to heal quickly. And the eyes, fortunately, heal very fast. I've been in a lot of eye surgeries during my career when I was in the medical device business, and they heal really fast. But that vitamin C and zinc will help him heal fast, and they're not going to probably care. Ask the doctor. But ask them about, um, you know, the scarring of the eye, if they want to scar or not. But just keep that in the back of your mind. Because it's something that's cheap and it's easy and it can help him heal. Not just eyes, too. It can help anything. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. Good luck. Okay. Thank you very much. You bet. Uh Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see. I believe our next caller is Peter. Hi, Peter. Are you with hi. us? Hi, Julie. Hi, Peter. I am with us. Hi, it's my first time, everybody. Oh, wonderful. Um, well. And um, hi, uh, thank you for doing this. And it's Sure, tell everybody where things. you're calling from, please. I'm, oh, I'm calling from San Francisco. Okay. Um, I'm actually just over the bridge, but San Francisco's what people would know. Okay. Um, and um, I'm calling for, and just just so I can be out front, I'm uh, I'm not sure how I feel about you know psychic stuff and afterlife and stuff. I uh, you know I I I do sense there's something really real. I just had very little experience with it. Um, that's so appropriate. That's an appropriate well, feeling. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I love Carl Jung, and if I love Carl Jung, I mean, heck. <laughs> um, uh, you know, what's, what's funny, Peter, is when I see a psychic or I hear of a psychic, my immediate reaction is skepticism, which is uh, hilarious because I'm, you know, because I do this stuff. But it's just it's just human nature, and especially, I think, in our society where we're so used to results-oriented everything, and you got to prove it, mm-hmm. and and all of that. Right, that it's right, right, when everybody right. anybody says, "Well, I don't know if I believe that stuff." I go, "Well, yeah, that's appropriate. <laughs> that's good." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks. I just wanted to sort of get it completely out front. Sure. Uh, so this is what's what's going on for me, um, and you know, I'm going to try to focus and not go all over the map, um, but. Um, there's a few things. I have some chronic illnesses. Okay. I'm not sure whether I should get into all those with you at this point. Um, but let me, the other big piece of things is my girlfriend died. Um, oh. Like a week ago or so. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, and we're like seven-year committed partners and all of that. Um, the family, she has, it, there are two kids that she has. Mm-hmm. She did a wonderful job of raising them just based on who they are. Mm-hmm. And we all feel a lot of love, have felt a lot of love from her. Just simple, sort of laissez-faire love. I mean, involved, but not controlling, just sort of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's what's happening at the moment, I mean, I uh, we didn't live together sort of permanently, but I spent a lot of time with her up at her house. She was an hour north of me. Mm-hmm. And I have... And I don't want to sound petty, but I have things of my own that are there. I mean, we've exchanged keys and, and you know, um, intimate, connected thing, not quite living together. Um, and her daughter, and I can understand the feelings, her daughter wasn't doesn't want anything in the house disturbed. Um, you know, Kat is, her body is gone and she's been cremated. And... Um, we have X amount of time to get it with senior assisted housing. So I think we have 10 or 15 days to get her stuff moved out. And uh-huh. there are things of mine that are there. It's not uh-huh. the end of the world if I weren't to get them, but they, there are a number of things that are important. Uh-huh. And understandably, she doesn't want people, she's quote unquote, shopping through cats stuff cat is certainly my girlfriend's name she doesn't uh-huh. want people shopping through it to see what it is they want there were some things that cat and i talked about you know and it's things like certain pots in the kitchen things like that uh-huh. there's there's the treasures which are the things of sentimental value that are sort of throughout the house a few things i gave cat etc uh-huh. um I like her son and daughter. I really do. They're compassionate and kind, competent people. The daughter right now, and um, this not judgment because I'm probably the same way, is a bit reactive right now and doesn't want anyone in the house, Um, uh, you know, and doesn't want rummaging, which I completely understand. She says that she hasn't even opened sort of the pantry and the kitchen cupboards because she feels Kat's presence there. And she doesn't want to be rearranging things at this point, you know. We do have a deadline. And I, you know, I think I've said probably enough. Um, and I suppose, you know, maybe I, I just, I'd like to tune into Kat, you know, okay. is what's really important. So thank well, you. Have you, have you, what's the daughter's name, Peter? Uh, Saritha, uh, S E R Saritha, as you, yeah, with an E A in the middle. Okay. Um, Saritha. Saritha. All right. So does Saritha, do you, have her cell number? Can you text her? Can you email her? How are you yes. communicating with her? Uh, it's been text lately, yeah. So, have, and and have we you... do know each other. There's been family gatherings and so forth, so we do know each other. Yeah. Well, if you were with her mother for seven years, my guess is, I would yeah. hope. Well, she no, knows. she's an adult. She's an adult yeah. Uh, child. Yeah, but still. Okay. still. Well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But not um, always, I mean, you know. 
Well, what I'm thinking is, have you sent her some of the things that you'd like to have? Sent her well, a know, list? A text you know, or I mean, something? She's, she's suggesting that. And, you know, I'm not in a rush. I'm really not in a rush. And it's, I think it's partly it's my own things. Part of it is um, they were talking about donating everything to a charity, you know, like to Goodwill or something. Uh-huh. Um, you know, as far as kitchenwares, that was the first thought they had. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't want that. I would want to be able to have things of hers. Cause they'll make me sure. think of her and et cetera, et cetera. Sure, um, sure. and you know, there can, there can be a certain amount of chaos in these situations, of course, mm-hmm. sort of wrapping all this kind of thing up. Um, mm-hmm. so she suggested that. Um, and you know, I think this is maybe an emotional reaction on my part, but she doesn't want anyone in the house, you know, and, yeah. and, but I've semi lived there. I mean, I wouldn't, I, it doesn't qualify as living there, but I, I feel like I'm being banished from right. Cat's house and right. probably banished from my presence with Cat, you know, um, yeah. as well as I, I tend to be very protective of my own possessions. It's, uh, you know, uh, I can easily feel violated that way. So it's, yeah. you know, well, and I, we're, I don't think we're in disagreement and what they want to do. And I really kind of agree with this. Uh, the sun is sort of this good mediating factor is, is that we do it sort of in an organized way and we process our grief, which we're going to mm-hmm. be doing, dealing with right. Cat stuff, right. you know. So and how so can really, I help you? How can I uh-huh. help you this evening? Have you sent a list of the things that you want her to consider letting you have? No, because gonna... it's been so. It's just so recent. Um, so I have not. But and if you've only got weeks to get everything out, I would yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do that. that. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything the you want to ask, Cat? That can help you in this process. I need to, I'm going to need to run in a couple minutes, but is there anything else that you can, how else, how can I help you with this? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Well, this is, you know what would might be a help. It would be to tune into Saritha and into and, um, and maybe just uh, any, you know, whatever you, she cat would think is rolls. And I suppose cat, most importantly, cat, really. Mm-hmm. So okay. that would, yeah. So I've got it. you on my radar, Peter. While okay. you were talking, I went ahead and connected to you. And as you heard me talk with our first caller, Lisa, I see a laser beam that goes from my body here in Alabama. And yeah. it, it heads to San Francisco, across the bridge. Oh, by the way, it's they're here. up in, they are in Katati, which is the north, okay. an hour north. Yeah. All right. So... I am connected to you. Cat is standing right next to you. What do you want to ask her? She's saying Uh, Saritha is just being emotional. Well, yeah, we got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat's saying, saying, just tell her what you want. Tell her what you're looking for. She's saying you're being overly dramatic. (laughs) Uh, That's true. (laughs) That's what Cat's saying to me. She goes, always being overly dramatic. Um, yeah, she's, 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 right. she's saying that it's not it's not that big of a deal. The stuff yeah. that you want is not going to be an issue. You just have to request yeah. it. And yeah. um, and she's saying send her a text, put it in writing, so that Saritha can have a list. 
and okay. um, and be willing to go get it. And yeah. Uh, yeah. and she doesn't need to be there when you go, and she can box it up and put it put it someplace where you can pick it up. Like, does, is there a front porch or something? That she can put um, in? There, there is. You know, the things that are mine, There's, it, it's really, there's no way to tell her everything. And plus, I don't have a great memory. So when I'm there, I remember the different things that are mine that are there. I, okay. So what I would ideally like to do would be to just go in there respectfully because, mm-hmm. and because I am. Um, you know, and and get my stuff, and maybe reassure Saritha. Um, I guess it's it's bringing up my emotional stuff because I feel like I'm being controlled. You know? Okay. Well, uh, one last yeah. thing, and then I'm going to need to run, Peter. The cat is yeah. saying you take her out to lunch. Explain uh-huh. to her what you yeah. would like. Explain to her that you'd like to walk through, and she thinks Saritha will. She thinks yeah. she'll. Operate. So she's saying, okay. set up a time for you to go up there, take her out to lunch, plan extra time so that you can perhaps go back to the house and get stuff. But she, she said, she says, you're, this is just way more of a drama than it needs to yeah. be. You're, right. Okay. Yeah. So I hope that okay. helps. Uh, my um, condolences uh, on the loss of cat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Okay. You bet. Okay. Take care. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. Sure. Thanks. Alrighty, I believe our next caller is Miss Kathy. Hi, Kath, are you there? Hi, boy, I didn't realize I was number two. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're number three. Oh, I'm number three. Sorry, I can't count tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell Apparently. everybody where you're calling from. <laughs> I am calling from Clarksville, Ohio. Okay, what's happening up there? Um, cold weather. Oh, really? Huh. Very, very cold here. Yeah, like down to 42 last night, 45 wow. last night. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and we wow. were in 90 plus just recently, so. So enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have anything like super involved, but I wanted to touch base on, um, you know, last week we, I t- asked you um, about uh, a little update on my dad. And um, I just wanted to check and see, because uh, he was, I'm trying to remember exactly what you told me last week. I, I can, um, but basically I just wanted to see if he, oh, he was feeling, what was he feeling? He was feeling, oh, he was feeling that his life didn't, uh, concerned that people wouldn't remember him, that his life wouldn't matter, that kind of thing. Um, and I thought I would have made it up there before now, and I have not been able to, but I'm hoping to go tomorrow or the next day. So I just okay. wanted to touch base and see if he's in that same place that he was last week when we talked or if he's in a different place now. Okay. Or and for all, of you, for all of you who are listening who didn't get a chance to listen to last week's show, Kathy's dad, Jack, has been dying for what, Kathy, about six months, I guess? Yeah, uh, at least probably, yeah. And uh, and he's in his final stages of transition, and so if I believe I believe Kathy that he told us that he he's been telling us he's ready to go, but last week he said he's not ready to go, and he was afraid that people wouldn't remember him. Is that what yep. I'm remembering? Okay. Yep. All right. That's what I remember. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you in Ohio. So here comes my laser beam up to get you. Got you. All right. Got your dad. Okay, yeah. He is in phase 11 of 12 of the 12 phases of transition. And 
what that looks like, everybody, is when I see somebody who's dying, their spirit exits their body through the top of their head, and it hangs on to the top of the head. It looks like a cartoon caption. It looks like a bubble where the words are that you see in a cartoon. And his parents' spirits are at his feet, Kathy, and you've heard me say this before, and they anchor a line of guardian angels that go out to the right and to the left. So they form this, I call this this line of demarcation between the physical and the non-physical world. And then there are lots and lots of family and friends, deceased family and friends, spirits and deceased pets, spirits who were there as well. Furthermore, on either side of that spirit bubble above the top of the head, there are two angels and their wings are moving. And when their wings move, they create a drag. Let me see. Somebody, I need to mute this, I think. Somebody, but I don't see. All right. Anyways, um, they create a drag that creates an upward pull. And it has a, it's like a vacuum. It helps the body separate from, or the spirit separate from the body. Your dad's spirit is very much in that vortex above his head. And, and for those of you that are listening, go to askjulieryan.com, go to my website and look at the graphics for the 12 phases of transition. And you'll see what I'm talking about. And Jackson phase 11 and has been for a while. Now, Kelly, the other thing is I ask three questions whenever I'm working with somebody who's dying. Number one, are you ready to go? He's telling me yes. This week he's back to yes. Are you in pain? Are you in pain? Yes. He's usually in pain when we talk to him, isn't he? Yes. Okay. And what do you need? My family. And he's been consistent on that. Yeah. But he just needs you guys around him. So um, so I guess the people will remember him. I guess he's come to terms with that, with whatever he was worried about last week. Well, I've been trying to communicate with him about that. So maybe, well, he, maybe that looks like it's working. Helps. I think it's working. Yeah. Okay. So um, please keep us posted on how he's doing and go see him. You know, go spend yeah. as much time with them as you can, and uh, and um, you know, good luck with all of that. Look for the little miracles that yeah. are going to happen along the way. You've read my book, right, Angelic Attendance? Yes. yes. Okay. So, th- for those of you that haven't read it yet, it gives you lots of information about what to expect. It talks about stories of families with whom I've worked, and it turns. Kelly, see if you'd agree with this. I I believe that it turns a scary situation with someone who's a loved one who's dying. Frankly, it makes all of us look at our own mortality when that happens. Yeah. But yeah. I think it, it it gives you the capabilities to turn it into a glorious experience by looking at it through a different lens about this person's surrounded by angels and this person's going to be carried off to heaven by angels and, and, uh, you know, their deceased loved ones are there and, and all of that. So, yeah, it's um, the, the knowing, knowing you and having now, I'm not quite finished with the book, but I've, I skip around sometimes in reading it, but, um, but it's helped tremendously shift my experience for the better. Terrific. So look for the little miracles as you go through this. They will be there. And whenever you think, oh, my gosh, this is such a coincidence. It's not. It's a little miracle that's there to just remind you that this is a glorious thing that 
that's happening. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and your dad's going to decide when he goes, how he goes, and who's with him when he goes. And it's completely up to him. So people, people oftentimes, Kathy, will feel guilty if they're not there when their loved one dies. And that's how the loved one wanted it to be because they orchestrated all. Okay. So keep that in mind. All right. Okay. Well, good luck with all of that. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Thanks, Julie. Bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All righty. We do the show every Thursday night. We tape it at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. Now you can find this information with the times and the, the call in numbers a variety of places. First of all, if you uh, go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and you scroll down to the bottom of the home page, you'll see all this information there. Secondly, when you're on my website, sign up for my blog, and that's a, a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it, and that goes out every Thursday morning. In the body of the email is all of this call-in information. And you can find it there. And then also, wherever you download podcasts, in the show notes, in the information about the show, all of this call-in information is there as well with the times. So those are places you can find this information. And please call in and and, uh, join us some week. It's really fun to have, have you call and participate. Also, when you're on my website, schedule an appointment, and then we'll have a whole hour to just talk about whatever you want to talk about. And we can talk to deceased loved ones. We can do a energy scan on you, medical scan. We can scan your pets. We can do past life stuff. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of different things we can do, and it and it's really informative and enlightening and usually a lot of fun, too, when we do that. So... Alrighty, speaking of questions that have been submitted online, here's one that comes from Allie, and Allie lives in Lakeland, Florida, and that's east of Tampa. It's in a little bit uh, inland from Tampa, so Allie, if you're listening to this, good luck this weekend with Irma coming to visit. Allie said, hi, Julie. Still listening to your show every week and loving all the stories and insights you share with your listeners. I always think of calling in, but due to the time difference, it's easier for me to submit a question online. 
Recently, you had a show about butterflies and it got me thinking. I've always loved butterflies for their magnificence and beauty, but haven't really felt connected to them. In the past few months, however, I've had lots of butterflies around me. It started with small butterflies here and there, but has recently turned into a variety I never knew I existed. The other day, I was feeling burned out when I came home from work, but soon as I got out of my car, I noticed a huge yellow and black tiger swallowtail. Sounds like she's getting into these butterflies. She's got like the proper term for one here, a black tiger swallowtail gently pollinating pentas, those are flowers, in my garden. It completely shifted my mood and made me so happy for the beautiful gift from spirit. Also, this morning I walked outside and noticed a zebra swallowtail on the ground unable to fly. Its wings looked fine, and when I slightly touched it, it started walking around, so I assumed the legs were okay. I tried talking to it and just said, I hope you're okay, little guy, and went on to do some yoga outside. When I was done, I passed by and saw it was still there, so I said a little prayer for it. I went inside and did some research to see if there was anything else I could do for it and found giving them some sugar water can help give them strength. So I got some ready, but by the time I came back outside, it was gone. Long story short, your recent show got me thinking, are these beautiful animals being sent to me from spirit with a specific message? Since they automatically uplift my mood, I was wondering if there was a specific message that they were trying to convey to me. I have a hard time listening to answers from spirit when asking a question because I answer my own question with what I want to hear before the question comes out. Well, all of us do that, Ellie. Any help you can give me is greatly appreciated. Thanks, Julie. And here's my response. Hi, Allie. Thanks for your kind words about my show. Hearing from you and others and other listeners makes the effort so worthwhile for me. Now, Regarding your butterflies, what a wonderful vision I have imagining you standing in your garden surrounded by all those gorgeous little creatures. I think they look like mini stained glass windows flying around. You know, if you look at the wings of a butterfly, they've got all those little compartments of different colors like in stained glass windows, but they fly around. So I went on to say when I connected with you, I saw what looked like a scene from the animated version of Disney's Snow White. In the movie, so Snow White is portrayed so sweetly that all the forest animals are attracted to her. This also pertains to you and why fragile butterflies feel safe in your presence and gather around you. Each of us emits an energetic frequency that's matched with things vibrating at the same rate. It's much like how a satellite dish can both send and receive. Electromagnetic, and I have in parentheses, radio waves, are transmitted to and from a satellite in geostationary orbit in outer space, allowing us to access all kinds of information. And I put in parentheses, weather, television, military movements, etc. All these fancy technical terms mean you're emitting such a serene, friendly, interested in others energy that it's attracting butterflies and perhaps other animals too. You're like a female St. Francis. <laughs> When you felt burned out the other day and saw the butterfly in your garden, you switched your low-frequency vibration, and I have in parentheses exhaustion, to the high-frequency vibration of the butterfly and immediately felt better. We all have the ability to do this. When we're feeling angry, mad, sad, exhausted, whatever, just think of something that makes you smile. Better yet, think of something that makes you laugh. 
It will immediately increase your energy vibration and is guaranteed to instantly make you feel good. So to answer your question, yes, I believe you're receiving a specific message from spirit. And that message is, remember you have the power to affect your mood by simply changing your focus to something pleasing. Now, I've become uh, habitual at doing this. If I'm feeling blue, it feels so bad to me because it's so rare that I immediately think of something that makes me smile or laugh, whether it's related or not. It doesn't matter because what happens is when we're feeling blue or, or, or we're mad or we're sad or whatever, we're vibrating at a slow rate. All of the happy emotions that we think of, you know, joy and all those things, are, are vibrating at a higher rate. So when you think of something that makes you smile, it immediately raises your vibrational rate, gets you out of your bad mood, gets you into a good mood. And when you're vibrating at that frequency, you're going to attract more good feeling thoughts because our heads are like satellite dishes. And wherever we're tuned, it's like a radio station or like I talked about in this example, a satellite dish. You know, a radio station, when you're talking, when you're turning a radio station in your car to a certain frequency, you're on 92.2, whatever that station is. Well, that station's broadcasting on that frequency of radio waves. Our heads are like that. If you're in a depressed mood, you're on the depressed frequency, you're going to bring in more depressed thoughts. It's going to be like a domino effect. If you can switch that immediately to something that feels better, something that makes you smile or laugh, you're going to tune into the frequency of good feeling thoughts. You're going to bring in more good feeling thoughts and it's going to be a domino effect of good feeling thoughts, which is going to make you feel better. So, don't take me for my word if you don't want. Try it. The more you do it, the easier it becomes, and it works really well. So with that, let's go back to the phones, and I believe we have Stacy on the line. Hi, Stacy. Are you there? I am. Hi. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. Good. Where are you calling from? I'm also calling from San Francisco area. Oh, wow. We've got like a San Francisco thing going on tonight. Terrific. Well, how may I help you this evening? Well, um, I was in a, well, I was in a hit and run accident um, as a pedestrian about uh, almost two months ago. Oh, no. And just had a couple questions. I'm okay. There's like, I didn't have anything broken, but I wanted to see if there was anything else lingering. I do have some pain. Um, a little bit of pain and wanted to see if there was anything that was a little more serious. And um, they wanted to see if you could also tell me why he left. The person? Yeah. Yeah. Were you walking? Were you on a bike? What were you doing? I was walking across the street on a crosswalk. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Okay. And they they never found who hit you? They did eventually. My I had some witnesses that found him, um, and he just they just called me to let me know um, that they have a warrant out for his arrest. So oh, geez. Okay. All right. Well, what I'm going to do, Stacy, if you've been listening, I'm going to connect to you energetically in San Francisco. I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and it's going to be like I'm looking at an X-ray or CT scan or whatever. Now. The energy always goes to where it's most needed first. 
So some, sometimes people will say, well, my left knee hurts and the energy will go to their right shoulder or something completely unrelated. And I just have been doing this for so long that I just trust it. So let me get you on my radar and then we'll, we'll see what comes up. Okay. Laser beam heading out West from sweet home, Alabama. All right. Going Northwest. Okay. Got you. All right. Shooting energy. Okay. Your neck. Okay. So have you been to a chiropractor? I have. You have. All right. You need some adjustments. Your neck really needs to be adjusted big time. That's where the energy went first in your neck. Are you having any pain in your neck? A little, uh, but I, but I tend to too anyway. That's where I hold most of my stress and stuff. So. Okay. All right. So that's where the energy went first was your neck, especially the back of your neck. And I think that can be fixed with chiropractic. I think you just need a really good adjustment all the way down your spine. I'm seeing some inflammation in your back, um, Uh kind of like, you know, mid-back, not even so much low back, kind of between where your neck is and where your waist is, is where most of the inflammation is that I'm seeing. So let me get that calmed down. I, I also think this can be fixed with some chiropractic. I'm not seeing anything broken. Um, I don't see any bulging discs in that quadrant of your back. Uh Okay, the, your, your lower back is not inflamed, but it's like it's not plugged in. So are you right. having any pain in your back? Um, it's a, li- a little in the lower back. It's mostly actually in my, like, growing area, inner thighs, and I landed on my knees pretty hard. Okay. So that's where I feel the most pain, but, and I, but I think it's just because that, those are where the impacts were. Yeah. Okay, your knees, you've got some soft tissue inflammation going on in your knees. I'm not seeing anything, you know, broken or torn. I don't see torn ACLs or anything like that. It just looks like soft tissue um, trauma. Let me see what I can do to help get that to heal. Your back is way more of an issue than your knees. Interestingly enough, so, and I do believe that your chiropractor can help you with that. Um, yeah, I'm seeing you get adjusted energetically right now, like laying face down on a table and getting adjusted all the way up your spine. And then you being flipped over and you're laying face up and you're getting your neck adjusted, which I'm sure you've had that done before if you've yeah. been to a chiropractor. All right, let me, let me check. The, it's the... It's like the um, the fascia and the soft tissues of your knees are still inflamed is what okay. I'm seeing for your knees. Both of them, right one maybe a little bit more than the left is a still little right. more inflamed right now. Yeah. Is the right one hurt a little more? Yeah, that's where I landed the hardest. So. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Uh, it, it's just, it's soft tissue. Let me see what you can do to the, the vitamin C and zinc. That I talked okay. about with Lisa, our first caller, pound that stuff. Do get, go get this Ester C, and you can get it at Whole Foods or Sprouts. You can buy it on Amazon. Thousand milligram capsules, and it's the woman's name Esther without the H, so it's E S T E R C, and it's buffered, Stacy, so it won't upset your stomach with okay, the acidity. Perfect. And then you want to take that with. Uh, with 50 milligrams of zinc. 
You want to do them together, and it's going to turbocharge your immune system. Vitamin C is good, but when you add zinc to it, it's just like, you know, rocket boosters on it. Okay. And that's going, to help, that's going to help that soft tissue trauma heal a lot okay. faster. But for the most part, I think you look really pretty good. Okay, considering <laughs> what you've been through. Yeah, yeah. So question about why did this guy, why did he leave? He was afraid. Uh, does he have insurance? I'm getting no insurance. Okay. Okay. I think it's an insurance thing. Not only insurance, but he, you know, he was afraid. He just panicked. He panicked. So, um Good luck with that. Go get some C and zinc. Go see your chiropractor. Did I lose you? I think I did. I think I lost her. Okay. Well, hopefully she heard that. Okay. Let's see who we have left. I think we have Miss Susie. Hi, Sue. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. You're welcome. Tell everybody where you're calling from. From the San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> I love this. This is yeah. San Francisco night. <laughs> What's happening? Well, um, I had a question that I should have asked a long time ago because I know I've asked a lot of questions here, but I keep forgetting, is that I've had a swollen gland in my neck, um, I think actually since last August, and my um, lupus doctor had asked me to get it checked at the ear, nose, and throat doctor about, I don't know, eight months ago, and I just keep thinking it's nothing. But it's it started hurting a whole lot about a month ago, and it almost seemed like the back of my, the very back of my, um, it's right above where the back, my last tooth is on the bottom, and it's right under there on the neck, or not the neck, but, you know, right under the jaw and um, on that left side. And so then I mentioned it to my mother, who's a nurse, and she, she I started saying, oh, you could have cancer, and you should get in right away, and then my doctor's on vacation. So I just was curious if you show anything about, I mean, I, I had a sleepless night worrying about having uh, cancer after all this time of waiting to have it checked, thinking it's nothing. So anyway, I just heard I'd check with you and see. And there's one other thing about a cortisone shot that I had asked you that I asked in the past, but, but first I thought I'd check on the, this uh, swollen area in the neck, lymph, the gland. It's, it's a lymph node is what it is, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, I can see it. Okay. Uh... I don't believe it's malignant, Susie. I do believe you need to go get it checked. There's some. I think it's just clogged. The um, it's the it's not draining properly. Mm, okay. In on that side, and there's a there's a bunch of little lymph nodes in the neck. I mean, tons of them, and mm-hmm. they look like what they remind me of is. Have you ever seen a vitamin D capsule? You can buy, yes. you know, D3. I get it at Costco. And you yeah, I, I take that too. Jar and mm-hmm. It's like these little, you know, mm-hmm. these little gel caps. That's what lymph nodes look like to me. And if you cut a head of garlic horizontally, you know how you mm-hmm. can see all the little heads in there? Mm-hmm. If, you, if, I, if I slice lymph nodes horizontally in the neck, that's what they look like. They look like mm-hmm. a head of garlic with a bunch of these little vitamin D capsules in there. Mm-hmm. How's that for a medical description? <laughs> but, it, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes, uh-huh. All right. So I think what's happening is they're, they're not draining properly um, on that side of the neck. I'm not seeing an infection, Susie, uh-huh. but it's, it's kind of clogged. It's, uh-huh. It reminds me of 
um, almost like vitamin E oil. If when it starts, if you put it in the fridge, you know, it starts to solidify a little bit. If you put it in the fridge just a little bit, uh-huh, uh-huh. that's what it looks like. It just it it's got kind of a gelatinous consistency to it. So a few things you can do in the meantime. Okay. So you go see your doctor. Uh, cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, that kind of okay. stuff. Okay. Organic, of course, as much as you can. Organic of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, wild blueberries. Okay. okay. That great detoxes, great lymph. They they help, you know, with the lymph. The other thing is if you can drink water with lemon squeezed into it, fresh lemon. Okay. Never put a slice of lemon in a glass of water because it's full of yeast. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, my, I never have it anymore in my water. I just squeeze it in right. since so you told me that. It <laughs> and then leave the slice of lemon off. But mm-hmm. but you know, cut lemon, squeeze a little bit of lemon juice. Don't use that stuff in the plastic lemon that you mm-hmm. get in the grocery store. <laughs> You know, okay. It's just a bunch of chemicals, lemon flavor. Use real lemon juice, but uh-huh. um, just squeeze some in water, and that will help a lot. Okay, that will help. Great. I do think I do think it's worth you going to get it checked out, though. Okay, I have an appointment for when he gets back, but I just thought I'd check and see what you thought it was before I go there. Yeah, I, and then you know, I don't believe it's malignant. Okay, that's good. Um, but a couple weeks ago, I asked you about a cortisone shot. At that time, I really felt strongly when you said, is it in your best interest? And I said, no. And now my physical therapist thought that maybe it would be in my best interest. So I thought I'd double check with you. It's in a different spot than I had before. It's on like the, I see him Tuesday. So that's why I thought I'd check with you because I'm a little scared about whether to do it or not. My lupus okay. doctor said they weaken the bone and it would be in like the ball of the foot, the, the inner side, um, like the side of the foot. Uh, right under the big toe, kind of where the ball is on the inner side of the foot. So I'm wondering if your answer's changed or if you still think it's not in my best interest because I'm just really not sure what to do. On okay. Tuesday. All right. So what Susie's re- what she's relating to or referring to everybody is I always tell everybody to ask questions in your head and ask them in this way. Is it in my best interest to, and then you finish the sentence with whatever. And if you do it that way, you're eliciting a response from God and the universe and angels and your spirit guides and your deceased loved ones and everybody and their brother who have your best interest at heart. So Susie, we've we've played this game a lot. Let's ask the question. Mm -hmm. You tell me what you get. I'm going to tell you what I get. We'll compare notes. So is it in Susie's best interest to get a cortisone shot in the ball of her foot? What's the really thing that comes sure. in your head? I, I'm really not. That's okay. time I said no because I didn't want it, but now I really like oh. my physical therapist, so I have conflicting yeah. opinions. <laughs> I get a no before okay. the question's even out. And, and the way okay. this works, everybody, is you ask that question, and then the answer's going to come to you within a second. Like the... the um, question that was submitted online from Allie down in Florida about the butterflies and she said I when I ask questions I always my brain tells me what I want to hear well it's before your brain can even tell you what you want to hear it's just mm-hmm. boom fast 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 within a second if you think about it for more than a couple of seconds Susie how's your brain answering you mm-hmm. and the other thing is that spirits are really literal so we want to have the question be as specific as we can. We want to refine it down to as specific of a question as we can muster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So is it in Susie's best interest to ever have a cortisone shot? What do you get? I don't know. I'm so bad, Cecilia. Okay. I get a yes. I get a yes. It's in your best interest to at some point have one, perhaps, if you okay. need it. But see how generalized that is? See how broad mm-hmm. that is? Mm-hmm. Versus does Susie... Is it in Susie's best interest to have a cortisone shot in the ball of her foot? That's real specific. No. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. go even, is it your left foot? It's my left foot, yes. Okay, that's what I was seeing. It's probably so arthritis it in, and inflammation yeah. there. Yeah. Is it in Susie's best interest to have a cortisone shot in the ball of her left, the bottom of her left foot? I'm getting a no on that. So I've gotten four, no, three or four no's. Or even but on see the how, side, because he said it would be on the side of the bone, where, near where the ball is, but on the side, maybe would it be different if it's the side of the foot? <laughs> okay, so, let's, so let's ask, is it in Susie's best interest to have a cortisone shot um, anywhere, administered anywhere on her left foot? I get a no. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you and very I much. Think, I'll not I get think, it on Tuesday then. <laughs> I think that, um, like, in this question, Susie, and with you, is it, it, it's the same with everybody. There are so many variables that mm-hmm. come into play, and you have other health issues. I know you've talked about mm-hmm. them when you've called in in the past, mm-hmm. and and if you're telling me that your other doctors are saying don't get that because it's going to exacerbate your other symptoms mm-hmm. that you're already trying to keep at right. bay, um, you know, it's like you solve one thing and then you got another issue going mm-hmm. on. So, yeah. Well, thank I'm, you so much, Julie. So appreciate you. Bet. you. Bet. Okay. Enjoy your weekend. I will. You too. Thanks. I can sleep okay. now. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, let's go to another question that was submitted online, and this one comes from Lisa, and Lisa lives in Plattsburgh, New York. And she asked, Hi, Julie. Thank you for the incredible opportunity to ask a question. I'm a 47-year-old woman, and I have a seven-month-old son my partner carried. I sometimes feel I may be a hypochondriac when I get a new twinge of pain here or there. Now that I'm a mom, this intensity of paranoia has increased. I want to be around for my son for a very long time. Could you do a body scan of me and tell me if there are any issues I should be looking into? Thank you so much for your input and amazing intuition. Lisa. And here's my response. Hi, Lisa. Your body is urging you to pay attention and you're smart to listen. When I got you up on my radar, you looked very inflamed. Once I got underneath the inflammation by applying blue anti-inflammatory energy. Now, let let me go back for a second here. Inflammation to me looks like red dry fog. If you look at fog that would come over maybe a low-lying area, imagine that, but it's dry and it's red in color. And then to get inflammation down, I apply kind of a royal blue color uh, energy, which looks like royal blue dry fog. And it reminds me of the color of the gel that's in a refreezable orthopedic ice pack that you get from the doctor. And uh, so that's what anti-inflammatory energy looks like to me. I went on to say, your organs looked a bit shriveled and dehydrated. To me, this is an indication you're in perimenopause, transitioning into eventual menopause. Just by applying energetic estrogen, your body parts plumped right back up. So 
you're not losing your mind. Your symptoms correlate with most perimenopausal women. The best news is all of this is easily fixed with bioidentical hormones and good dietary choices. Please check out Suzanne Summers and Christian Northrup MD's books on aging. In addition, both women's websites are full of helpful information. Go to SuzanneSummers.com, and Summers is with one M, by the way, SuzanneSummers.com and DrNorthrup.com, and that's D-R-N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P.com. To find a doctor in your area who specializes in anti-aging medicine, please go to the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Their website is A number four letter m dot com so a four m dot com also check out the international association for functional medicine at functionalmedicine.org both of those places lisa you can put your zip code in the find a doctor box and it will give you a list of all the doctors in your area and then you can read their um you know read their qualifications and find one that that makes sense for you to go see And then I closed with, hope you feel better. Thanks for your question. So we had time for that question. We are out of time, though, speaking of time. And uh, this went really fast. It was very fun. Thanks to everybody that called in. Everybody in Florida, Savannah, too. Looks like Savannah and possibly Charleston and some of South Carolina. God bless all of you. And um, stay safe down there. Pay attention to what's going on. I know you will. And we'll all be sending you lots of prayers and good thoughts. And then hopefully next week we'll be out of this, although there are a couple more storms brewing in the Caribbean. So I don't know what's up with all of these storms, but um, it is what it is. Thanks for listening. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And until next week, take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.